Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, how to stop stressing the easy way. And I'm I'm making this episode, um, I kind of missed the anniversary yesterday, um, but I'm making this episode pretty much three years, well, three years plus one day from the moment when I I started my journey. Not the exact moment, because I guess I must have, well, I'll tell you the story and then you'll understand. Um, but I had my first um, three principles or inside out coaching session three years ago yesterday. And how, like, isn't it funny, I think, how the stars sometimes seem to align or the universe sends something in your direction at just the right moment that it's it's unmissable almost that um, it's been sent for a reason to help you move in some way, move in a different direction, nudge you onto a slightly different path. Of course, that's happening to us all the time, isn't it, moment by moment. So my my lovely friend Peter Slay, um, do look him up in the world. Um, he had just finished his training with Michael Neal, doing Super Coach Academy, and he just needed some people. He was offering some coaching because he'd just done his training and he needed to get out there and start practicing his coaching and helping people. And he put a post on Facebook. Now, I even at that time, I'm not really a big Facebook user much these days, but even at that time, wasn't massively on Facebook a lot, didn't do a lot of scrolling, but I just happened to be on Facebook on this particular day and I happened to see this post and I reached out to Peter and said, yeah, that, that I'd love that, you know, and I've known Peter for a little while. He's a lovely guy and I thought, why not? You know, it'd be really interesting to see what he's, um, what he's offering. And <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm fairly sure I thought, oh, well, this could be the thing to fix me. Now, it's probably worth me talking a little bit about what I thought needed fixing in me. We've all got something, haven't we? Maybe some of us have got multiple things. My my thing that I thought needed fixing in me was, was all around motivation. So I didn't think I was motivated enough. Um, I thought I procrastinated too much. I generally, I think, lived in this place where I thought that um, in order for me to um, be motivated, that the, the stars had to align pretty much, that things had to be a certain way, I had to feel a certain way, and then I could do things. But until I, I felt that, until my ducks were lined up, the beam of motivational light would not come down from heaven, touch me on the head and have me do things. It really was... Um, it really was a really a real battle, an internal battle in me. You know, I want to be doing this mostly in my business, but also in my house. 
Um, it, it's transformed my my personal space at home, um, understanding this better. So I tried a lot of things to fix that about me. So I had uh, read endless self-development books, mostly around productivity, the four-hour work week, um, five-second rule, all the books about habits, tiny habits and atomic habits and all those kind of things, uh, and many, many other things besides. I, I've still got a lot of them on Audible. They won't let me return them now, unfortunately, so I'm stuck with them. Um, so, and as well as that kind of self-development stuff, I also was doing a lot of therapeutic stuff. So I've done traditional counselling for quite a long time, I'd then stepped into kind of, because I was a hypnotherapist at the time, I was doing a lot of inner child work under hypnosis um, and other, other other hypnotherapy stuff. Um, and then as well as that, I was learning lots of tools and techniques and doing lots of daily rituals, um, doing a lot of listening to meditations and other things. I mean, it, it was, I, I dread to think actually how many hours per week I was spending, but I'm going to say more than 10. I was doing the Miracle Morning. I mean, that took my Miracle Morning took more than an hour because uh, it's <laughs> it's a lie. You can get it all in in an hour. <laughs> it's a, pretty hair-raising that. You know, I, I was doing more, like, you know, they might recommend 10 minutes meditation. Well, I was doing 20 and I was always upgrading it and changing it this morning ritual and it actually got longer and longer. I think it probably got to be an hour and a half a day. So we're talking way over 10 hours a week there, aren't we? So um, so that was my life. And I was still quite frustrated with myself and, and that, that I despite. Well, I think the more things I did that didn't help, the more I thought that that was a sign there was something wrong with me. Because otherwise, you know, the people sharing these tools and techniques are telling you that they work and that, that they're going to sort you out. And so when you are not sorted out by them, you start to think, well, it must be me. There must be something wrong with me. That's why I'm unable to, to get better from, from doing all these tools and techniques. So I think that's what I kind of bought into. So I don't remember much. <laughs> about Peter's lovely coaching in the first session. What I do remember is the amount of tears and snot that was involved because I was, by that point, probably frustrated, probably quite stressed about it all, actually, that, that you know, my head was very full and very busy with the idea of me not being okay. And I was putting a lot of effort and I was thinking about myself far too much, really, which is never helpful, I've since discovered. And so the first session was tears. There was a lot of tears. I, I definitely remember Peter having to go out of the room to go find some more tissues because I was crying so much um, and getting into a real, a real state. But something happened even in that first session, I knew there was something in what he was saying. I did a bit of, but, but, but surely, but, but, you know, a bit of that, you know, I definitely did about, are you sure, are you sure this is all inside out? But, but what about these things and what about this? And, you know, there was definitely a bit of that, but he gently pointed me to look in a completely different direction. It was almost like I'd been looking to the left 
and this is how life works and Claire's broken, blah, blah, blah. And he just said, no, no, why not just leave that for a bit? Because clearly looking at him, poking and prodding it isn't working. How about looking over here to a different consideration of how life works, a different way to look at how life works? And I was just thinking then as I was saying that, that, well, is it true? Like three principles is... I think it's true. I think it's a fundamental truth about how human beings work. But you know what? I don't really care because actually by looking in that direction, by looking for it to be true, my life has transformed. Now, I don't mean like I now live in a big flash house and got a flash car and I, you know, that kind of change. That's not my idea of, of success anyway, to be fair. But my life has changed internally. My experience of the same circumstances or very similar circumstances as it would have been three or so years ago and how it is now is completely different. My experience of things that I used to think really did my head in, quite frankly, now ah, they just don't bother me anymore which means I'm just having this really so much nicer experience of life, which is jolly lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> it really is jolly, lo jolly lovely. I mean, who am I? Why am I saying jolly lovely? I don't care, really, but it's, it's just so nice. Like, what can I say that's, that's changed? My relationships with everybody and everything have transformed. There's, there just seems to be so much more love in my heart. Like, but it's always been there. It just was, excuse me, it was just very covered up by my ideas about how people weren't really good enough or <laughs> doing enough or that I wasn't good enough or doing enough. It was all very covered up before. I, I like myself more than I've ever liked myself. Like, I really like myself now, and I didn't before, I'll be honest with you. And I like everybody else so much more. And I like life so much more. And I am, you know, I am the queen of calm. And that doesn't mean I don't ever get upset about anything. It doesn't mean I don't get angry. If you'd have seen me a few years, a few hours ago, when my fiancé didn't do something I wanted him to do, and you would not have seen any calm at all. But, and this is like a truly fantastic difference, you would have seen how quickly calm returned to me inside and then outside. I didn't beat myself up because I lost my shizzle for a minute or two and therefore there was no guilt. There was none of that, which is such a transformation for me because I used to spend a lot of time beating myself up for not being, you know, not being calm. I'm having a little moment and a little cry there. Um, I'm. I would say I'm so much more content. Like it doesn't take much to make me get quite excited. Like I don't know. These days in Farsley, we have a lot of birds of prey flying over, and if one flies over, I'm just wow, bird of prey. You know, I'm like absorbed in these very 
momentary fleeting things that are just so pleasant and you know one of the things that's coming up a lot at the moment it being January is the you know we've had a bit of grotty weather here I'll not deny it but that I I'm not as shoved around by that as I used to be like it's a beautiful day today blue sky freezing cold blue sky but I don't feel as uh dictated to in terms of my feelings because of the weather or because of anything else outside of me so my 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 emotional line is this lovely kind of smooth curve occasionally there's a little a little downward spike but I bounce back up so I guess I would say I I I, I connect to my resilience much more easily now and I respond more than I react most of the time which is ace and nicer for everybody around you. So, so I want to bring this to a close now because it's um, I've been talking quite a long time for me. But what I would say to you is, you know, don't wait, don't plow through any more tools and techniques, please. You know, if you're wherever you're listening to this or watching this, it, there will be a way somewhere here to connect with me. Book an hour of coaching start that journey your life is too short to live it feeling there it, it's just too short and and you know the outside of your life might look just peachy but if the inside isn't then it's not going to be so much fun and what if both were amazing what if you had all the outside loveliness and inside felt lovely too that's available to each and every one of us and no one should live a day feeling crap. They just shouldn't. So please do reach out. Join the five simple truths to take you closer to calm too. That There will be a link to that around here somewhere. And uh, take care. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.